welcome to the Kingdom Truth Podcast. On our podcast, we teach the good news of Jesus Christ and biblical principles that empower all people with real-life, timeless applications. I am your host, Bible teacher, Yolanda Tyler. Well, praise the name of the Lord, everybody. We are excited about God's word on this day. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We pray for every listener that they will hear your word and receive your word in Jesus' name. Amen. We are going to continue our sermon series titled Cultivating a Heart of Humility. Our subtitle is God's Response. I will be reading in your hearing from the New American Standard Version of the Bible, Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 to 11. For this reason also God exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Our first biblical principle in this lesson is God exalted Jesus to the highest rank. Our second principle is God gave Jesus the highest name. His name is above every name and it supersedes every title given to anyone. The name of Jesus reveals his authority, character, his fame, and his reputation. And we see all throughout the scriptures where God has given Jesus the name that is above every name. In the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 23, 8, Jesus is the master. The Bible says, but as for you, do not be called rabbi, for only one is your teacher, and you are all brothers and sisters. In John chapter 1, 1, Jesus is the word. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. According to John chapter 1, 29, Jesus is the Lamb of God. The Bible says the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In John chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus is the bread of life. The Bible reads, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. In John chapter 14, 6, Jesus the Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. In 1 Corinthians 2, 8, God gave Jesus the highest name. He is the Lord of glory. The Bible says, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. 
In Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, Jesus Christ is the high priest. The Bible says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and the high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 25, Jesus Christ is the shepherd and bishop of our souls. The Bible declares, For you were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Jesus the Christ is given the highest name. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. 1 Timothy 6.15 says, which he will bring about at the proper time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. And in the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, God gave Jesus the highest name. He is Alpha and Omega, according to Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. It reads, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, which is and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. In Revelation 3.14, Jesus the Christ is the beginning of the creation of God. The Bible reads, And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, and the beginning of the creation of God. In Revelation 5, 5, Jesus the Christ is the lion of the tribe of Judah. The Bible reads, but one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. In Revelation 19, 13, Jesus is the word of God. It reads, he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. And then we find in Revelation 22 verse 16, Jesus is the bright and morning star. The Bible declares, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star. And we can go on and on. And these are just a few names of Jesus. There are so many more. And today, if we would take the time to talk to a church mother, they would tell us that Jesus, he is a doctor in the sick room who has never lost a patient. He's a lawyer in the courtroom who's never lost a case. And then they'll tell you, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. He is my friend. God's response is he has given Jesus the highest name. It is the most beautiful, most precious, most holy and powerful name. And as believers, we exercise our authority by faith in his name. We are called by his name. We bear his name. God grants us favor and the right to use the name of Jesus. 
All we have to do is call on that name in the morning, in the noonday, at the midnight hour. He is always there. We talk about that name and most importantly, we daily ought to be witnessing to the loss about salvation in the name of Jesus. It is the name of Jesus that causes our hearts to rejoice and brings us great joy and peace. And if we want to get in on what God is doing through his son, Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we must begin to exalt the name of Jesus daily. That is our main purpose in life. It is to exalt, honor, and lift up the name of Jesus for he alone is worthy to receive all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, adoration, and devotion. He is worthy of it all. God has given Jesus the highest name. Now let's go back to our foundational text, Philippians 2.10. The Bible says, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Our third biblical principle is God gave Jesus supreme authority. The Apostle Paul is quoting from the Septuagint, the book of Isaiah, chapter 45, verses 22 to 23. And it reads, Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is no other. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone forth from my mouth in righteousness and will not turn back. That to me, every knee will bow, every tongue will swear allegiance. In the book of Isaiah, this powerful passage is about Yahweh's supremacy. It is the same supremacy conferred on Jesus in our scriptural text, Philippians chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. It is to Yahweh that all knees bow and tongues confess. And it is to Jesus that all knees will bow and tongues will confess, showing and proving that Jesus is Yahweh. And when we look more closely at the text, when the Apostle Paul wrote Philippians 2.10, literally the Greek reads not at the name, but in the name of Jesus. Herein is our observation. The word name appears in these two verses, in verse 9 and verse 10, three times. The Apostle Paul is placing such great emphasis on the word name. One commentary stated, that which was graciously bestowed on Jesus was not just a name, but the name. The definite article appears in the Greek text and refers to a particular name denoting office, rank, or dignity. The conferring of this title, the name, was upon the Lord Jesus as the Son of Man, a man, the man, Christ Jesus. In other words, Jesus is all he claimed to be, very God of very God. Our scripture text reads, every knee will bow. That word every means each and all. No one is excluded. No one is except. 
There are no exceptions. Today, the Lord is speaking to us and saying to us very clearly, simply put, we will all bow, not just some knees, but all knees, every single one of us. The word bow in this text just simply means to bend the knee in honor and respect. The same word is found in Romans chapter 11, verse 4, in Romans 14, 11, and in Ephesians 3, 14, where the Apostle Paul uses it to picture a person who bends his knee in acknowledgement of God's authority. Every knee will bend at the name of Jesus. One day will come in the future when every living being will bow and bend their knee to Jesus. And as believers, we have the privilege of bowing willingly in this life. This profound, undeniable truth is so beautiful, glorious, and comforting to us. And as God's children, we willingly bow, surrender, and say yes to Jesus' supreme authority. We say yes to his rule and reign in our lives. We say yes to his lordship. We willingly bow and we say yes to his will, not our will, to his word and to his way. And in every area of our lives, we submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ. The choice is ours to make. Everybody, everyone will bow either now or later. Now for those who have died and passed on into eternity, who rejected Christ and refused to bend their knee in life, they are going to bend their knee in honor and respect anyway. But this is so tragic for them. It will be too late for salvation. When I eulogized my father, I remember glancing at the casket and as I ministered the word of God, everyone was reminded of their eternal destination, which is either heaven or hell. We choose where we will spend eternity. We get only one shot at getting heaven right. It's before we take our last breath. When we die, we cannot alter what we believe while we were alive. Because the truth of the matter is, at death, it is too late. And for those who have died not knowing Christ or receiving Christ at the funeral service, it is too late. While they're laying in the coffin, it is too late. Or at the graveside service, it is too late. We must choose Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and submit to his supreme authority, rule, and reign in our lives while we are living, while we have breath in our lungs, while the blood is running warm in our veins. This is a serious matter. We will all bow either now or later. It is the most relevant important subject we can talk about or think about today. All knees will bow at the name of Jesus.
and everyone who ever lived but rejected Jesus Christ will bow. God gave Jesus and only Jesus supreme authority. In Matthew 28, verse 18, the Bible says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Jesus rules over all. The Bible says in Psalm 29, 10, The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. The most proud, wealthiest people who ever lived on earth and claim to be great will someday bow in complete and total submission to Jesus Christ. And as we continue in Philippians 2.10, the Bible says, So that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. There are three categories or three groups. Those who are in heaven will bow in honor and respect to Jesus Christ. All beings are subject to him. 1 Peter 3 verse 22 says, Who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers having been subject to him? Heaven itself will bow. Angels will bow in honor and respect and worship. Principalities will bow. Thrones will bow. Rulers will bow. Dominions will bow. Every intelligent being in heaven will bow in honor and respect to Jesus. All men living on earth will bow in reverence and honor. Those under the earth, subterranean, will bow. Satan will bow. Demons will bow. Departed lost souls will bow. Hell itself will bow. Everything under the earth will bow as an action that expresses honor and respect to the supreme authority and rule of our Lord Jesus Christ. There will be a universal bowing. Now let's continue in our foundational text, Philippians 2.11 reads, And that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Our fourth biblical principle is God gave Jesus supreme recognition. Everyone who ever lived in the history of mankind will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The word confess in this text means to profess, to declare, or to say out loud or to shout out. Every tongue, those in heaven, on earth, those under the earth, shall declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we often hear radio hosts say, I want to give a shout out to someone. Well, one day, everyone will give a shout out to Jesus. And I don't know about you, but I will shout out to Jesus 
on this side of Jordan. Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. One day, all will shout loudly and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It doesn't matter where you were born, what family you were born into. It doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. It doesn't matter your position, your title, or your status in life. You will blurt out publicly and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, either by faith or by force. Every atheist will openly and publicly declare agree fully that Jesus Christ is Lord. The blasphemer will openly and publicly declare and agree fully that Jesus Christ is Lord. The agnostics will openly and publicly declare agree fully that Jesus Christ is Lord. Just because you don't believe the word of God, it doesn't change the truth of God's word. God is God and apart from God, truth does not exist. The truth will always stand and rise up every single time. And there's only one truth and that is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, let God be true, but every man a liar. The most important decision we will make in life is to get saved and to receive and accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior before it is too late. And we have the awesome privilege in this life to know and understand that God gave Jesus supreme recognition. We recognize his supremacy. We made a decision in our hearts to believe, obey, and trust the Lord Jesus. We are his disciples and his witnesses all throughout the world. We are God's representatives in the earth realm. And we must tell this dying world that Jesus is in the saving business and Jesus Christ is Lord. The lost need to know the serious consequences if they continue in their sin and rebellion and reject Jesus Christ. The Bible says they will lift up their eyes in hell. Luke 16 verses 22 to 23 reads, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. There will be a moment in time when those who have rejected Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior will bend their knee in honor and respect, and with their tongues in hell, including Satan, will shout out loud and openly acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Unfortunately, for those in hell, it will be too late for salvation. That supreme blessing will be forever forfeited. Let's return to our foundational text. Philippians 2.11 states that every tongue will confess 
that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word Lord in this text just means absolute master. Jesus is our master and we must obey his commands. Jesus comes from the Hebrew word Yeshua, which means Jehovah is help or Jehovah is salvation. The Hebrew word Yeshua or Joshua means Yahweh saves. Yahweh is typically rendered as Lord in the Old Testament. Christ in this text comes from the Greek word Christos, and it means the anointed one. It is used here as the title and is the Greek synonym for Messiah. During the earthly ministry of Jesus, when he asked the disciples, but who do you say that I am? In Matthew chapter 16, 16, Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. We also find in the book of St. Luke chapter 4, verse 41, demons recognize Jesus as the Christ. It reads, demons also were coming out of many shouting, you are the son of God, but rebuking them He would not allow them to speak because they knew him to be the Christ. And also in the book of St. John, chapter 1, verse 41, Andrew recognizes Jesus as the Christ. The Bible reads, he first find his own brother and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. One commentary stated, all of our lives is to the supreme recognition of the comprehensive kingdom rule of Jesus Christ. And this can be done now, voluntarily, or one day, all will do it mandatorily. And I love this quote by Charles Spurgeon, the combination of tongues confessing and knees bowing gives evidence that the idea is a complete submission to Jesus, both in word and in action, and one that is required for all. Complete submission is all-inclusive. Now let's look at some practical applications for our lesson. Number one, read and meditate on the scriptures pertaining to our lesson. John chapter 1 verse 1, John chapter 1 verse 29, Isaiah 45, 22 to 23, Matthew chapter 28 verse 18, 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 22, Romans chapter 3 verse 4, and Luke chapter 16 verses 22 to 23. Number 2. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give you boldness to share the love of Jesus with the lost and lead them in the prayer of salvation. Number three, encourage them to get in a Bible teaching church so they can grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you might ask, Bible teacher Tyler, who is this Jesus? Well, the Bible says in Romans 10, 9, 
that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for salvation that's taking place all around the globe. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Truth Podcast with Bible teacher Yolanda Tyler. Please subscribe to our podcast so you will know when the next episode is published. To hear more biblical teachings and give to support the ministry, please visit our website at www.thekingdomtruth.org. That is www.thekingdomtruth.org. God bless you until we meet again.